Hey guys, welcome to Four Guys in a Comic. This is part two of our Infinity Gauntlet coverage. This is Cadus. We left off last week with our Infinity Gauntlet issue number two when an earthquake had happened, wiping out everything in the entire area except for Doctor Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum because of a hastily cast spell of protection. And issue three leads off with what, Rusty? Well, we're uh, going back to Thanos' side of the story, and we see some great art just right after the cover page of the meteor kingdom, or throne, I guess you should say, that he has built. And um, I, I just love the little details in this. I mean, he actually has the planets spelling out Thanos above it, which is super cool. But... We go on to the next page to see Thanos and Mephisto talking, and he's just playing with Eros, and he's just he seems to be still just enjoying his torture on them, and it's crazy it carries all the way over an issue. He was torturing him a long time. A very long time. Very, very long time. <laughs> now, uh, one thing I'd like to point out is if you look at the, uh, the floating throne, it looks a whole lot different than the first time we saw it, doesn't it? Yeah, because I think the first time, yeah, I was about to say last time we saw it, it had deaths, the two faces of death, and it looked very, very different. But the two thrones are still there because death is actually seated in one of them in the background. Well, maybe this is the back of it. Yeah, you, yeah we're just seeing a different side of it, <laughs> and 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 the <laughs> south-facing lawn. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's an ever-changing progress for him to to make her happy. Well, you know how it goes. You get the furniture set one way. They want you to rearrange it. Well, it wasn't feng shui. So, you know, they had to rearrange it a little bit. Now that all the planets are moved to spell Thanos over it, you know, of course it has to be changed. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, though. I mean, going back into the issue, you see that Mephisto's advising him that, you know, what would people think about this wonder and stuff? And he's like, their views do not matter to me. He just does what he wants, you know? And he even ignores Mephisto, who's like the Lord of the Underworld. It's just like you can truly see that he has achieved this social status in his head that he is above all. Yeah, he knows he's omnipotent and he plays it out. He don't care. Yeah, and that's what's going to cost him because, you know, as Mephisto points out, the lesser being's opinion is one that she shares. And then he immediately changes, you know, flips over to the other side of the coin. What will it take to win her heart? Oh, All thing. Thanos wants to do is love. Oh, man. But we go to the next page and we see uh, your favorite person again, Red Skull. Nick Fury with the eye patch and his money crystal hanging out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. yeah he's yeah. just floating above space. It looks yeah. like he's floating above. Uh, I don't even know what he's floating above. And he's oh, like some kind of whirlpool thing. Just basically uh, assessing the damage of Earth. Yeah. Saying, oh my gosh, you know, we got problems when, of course, uh, the professor's like, oh, we got even greater problems. And Nick doesn't even want to hear it. He's like, I got enough problems. What could possibly be worse? And which happens to be that the Earth is slowly drifting away from the sun, which we all know will cause an ice age and all sorts of new problems. It's crazy. You know, this isn't the first time an ice age happened, though. Uh, what was it? Um, 
dang, I was reading something recently and an ice age happened on Earth. Uh, but... Iceman reached adolescence. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it was like uh, when I was reading The Flash. My, my, for those of you that um, listen to my podcast on The Flash uh, with Wally West, there was an ice age in that. It's yeah, a recurring it, theme. The Earth freezes over many a yeah. time in many different stories. Uh, that yep. must be horrible for the people of Earth. They're like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Parkas in Hawaii, man. They got to drum up business somehow. <laughs> oh, man. So it jumps later to the heroes again. Heroes and Doom. Uh, they're in Stephen Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum. And so they decide, yeah, we're going to follow Warlock and we need to start recruiting people. So they jump to Avengers HQ. Uh, Thor is there, Cap is there, She-Hulk. And they basically say, we need to raise an army. And then we get a really cool action sequence with Black Widow, who is wearing a really nice suit, which I've never seen her in before this. Yeah, and she's basically saving people. She's doing, you know, what heroes do. And, of course, she gets recruited as well. Uh, It moves on to Iron Man, Spider-Man, Wolverine, Drax. Let me stop you right there. You mentioned Black Widow's Typical. Yeah, pretty typical. (laughs) Everyone drink. Just for the people not following along, this thing is, what is it, a skin-tight cat suit with a high collar and a big black spider on it? (laughs) And where is the spider located? It's, oh, it's, right, it's right there on her chest. Yeah, it's right uh, there on her chest. Horrible. But you know what? I will say this. One thing about this panel by panel thing is you can really look at it and kind of like picture it scene by scene like if it was a movie in your head. You can see yeah. the actions and what she's doing. And I think they did a pretty good job of capturing uh, key moments in the sequence. I wonder if George Perez is actually the one doing all these bricks and stuff because... I can't even imagine how long it yeah. takes to draw all of that. Exactly. I mean, that's a lot of background work. I, I'd almost think he probably put it out to somebody, you know, to do that work for him. That's just a lot of time in that. But speaking of Spider-Man, you mentioned, you know, he gets recruited. Why Spider-Man? Really? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what, what is he going to do up against Thanos? It's kind of weird because there's actually a weird Spider-Man tie-in to Infinity Gauntlet. And I oh, think tell- in, yeah, I think Nova, you've read it too, right? Yeah, I have read it. Yeah, and I mean, it's just an odd issue I picked up because you just on the cover, you see Thanos with his Infinity Gauntlet holding Spider-Man in his hand. And it's like, what? But if you actually read the issue, a lot of weird things happen. You kind of think of it like a dream sequence. And um, Thanos meets him in this dream kind of death world. I don't even know how to describe it. But you just see Thanos in death. And then you see Spider-Man there. And he's like trying to be like, what's going on? And he kind of reveals his plan subtly to Spider-Man. And Spider-Man's like, what? And he tries to stop him in the dream. But he just gets annihilated basically and um at the end of it he kind of just wakes up i'm sorry for the spoiler but it's like you don't know if it was a dream or if it was real no one read it it's a stupid tie-in yeah is that like a one issue tie-in yeah huh so being called in by uh, dr strange is iron man spider-man wolverine drax the destroyer uh fire lord Nova, 
<laughs> the Canadians there. We, we got to talk about that. All right. Yeah, so you got all right. Nova, you got uh, Namor, and Cloak. And what's really weird about Cloak is the fact that uh, he is without Dagger. Um, at this time, they were actually pretty inseparable, which is kind of odd to see them separated. When did um, Maximum Carnage come out? Was it around the same time or was it a little after? I think it was like late 90s. Max Car- no, was it really? <laughs> I'm not sure. It could be. Oh, well, there's a period of time in Max Carnage 2 where they separate and he's just like horrified throughout it. Yeah. So Nova, you had some insight on Rich Rider for us. It's not really insight, just he shows up and it's cool that he's there, but he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't really do anything. And it's it was just disappointing since I, I like Nova so much. It was. I mean I like Nova and you know, for him to really not do too much was a little disappointing. And Red, I think you and I have read that in an issue that we may be talking about in the future. Something about Nova not being needed in a team like the Avengers. But anyway, uh, so Cyclops comes in, Scarlet Witch, and then we have the Hulk. There's a problem with the Hulk. David, you want to tell us about that? Well, he said no. You know, Doctor Strange popped up his portal and Hulk just like, nope, sorry, not going to happen. And, uh... They're uh, they're they're asking, well, why not? And Iron Man says he's angry with the Avengers for turning their backs on him all these years. And, you know, they're like, oh, he's one of our first guys, but uh, no, <laughs> he just didn't want to do it. And uh, and Captain America's like, well, he can be one of our guys again now that he's reformed. You know, Captain America always being the the given the benefit of the doubt kind of thing, and he's just like. Fine, fine, I'll come in. <laughs> we'll talk particulars later. But you can't go to battle without Hulk. I mean, that's just a given. Yeah. You know what's yeah, weird yeah. is they have Drax here with them, too. And in the Silver Surfer prequel, they compare Hulk and Drax's powers in it. So it's like, if you already have Drax, why do you need Hulk, too? The only thing better than one tank is two tanks? Yeah. I guess so. They talk about how, yeah, Drax gets talked about how he has unlimited strength to tap into and it's a part of him being brought back well in hulk's defense he is smarter at this time than drax yes he is drax is dumb as a rod yeah yeah well i mean and hulk is actually a lot smarter than he normally is you know he doesn't he doesn't speak typically you know like hulk does in this i mean he's actually using sentences and wearing a shirt you know that kind of stuff so they recruit all these heroes, but then it's still the only villain is Doom. Again, why not recruit some more villains? Because Doom, I mean... His ego's big enough for everybody. Precisely. Again, just remember later, just becomes God because he feels like it. Yep. But it's cool they choose uh, Adam Warlock over him, and it's pretty good choice seeing Thanos and Warlock's history together. Warlock stopped him once before. He can stop him again, right? Yeah. Yep. So they leave through this little portal that uh, the Doctor has made. And we get this completely random Moon Knight page. I'm a big fan of Moon Knight, but I mean, it, it was just a sore thumb in the whole issue. You know, I've never read any Moon Knight. 
There's some good stuff. Is there? Uh, I think it was just a way to tie in yet another character, but point out that the world is on fire. So yeah, it is. It is a little unnecessary, but uh, you know, instead of just a splash picture of the world on fire, let's uh, let's go to our guy on the sidelines, Mister Mark Specter, the Moon Knight. <laughs> Mr. Moon Knight, what are you doing out here today? <laughs> well, as yes. you see, guys, the uh, the bridge is on fire. This could have easily been Batman. Oh. Everything is the same, you know, like the clenched fist. When will it end? Oh, what yeah. will be left when it does end? You yeah. know, these uh, cloaked uh, and hooded characters are all kind of angsty. You notice, um, even <laughs> uh, even uh, cloak there. He he's still like the very next panel. He's got that look on his face, and he's like, "Tell you the <laughs> truth, man. I'm not sure I'm up to this." Yeah, it's like, well, it's, really? at least at least Moon Knight has multiple personalities now, so he's a bit he's a bit crazy. Yeah, yeah. And now we go to Cloak for the weather. Yep. How's the weather, Cloak? <laughs> Rain and fire. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, so yeah, Cloak is uh, he's uh, I don't know if I can do this, and he's basically you know doing what what anybody at this point would do. That's like you've got all of the best uh, the best and most powerful people in the galaxy in one room and cloaks like I'm a third tier character. Why am I here? Yeah. Out of my league. And he knows it. Yeah. Oh, they just, just needed like, a teleporter, another teleporter anyway. Yeah. Well, it's like Spidey. He even realizes, um, what am I doing here? Yeah. Right. Let me just, uh, kind of wobble around in space a little bit. Maybe I can, flap my wings here and he's even got the little spider webs under his underarms yep. and stuff like old yep. school this makes, he's gonna use it to glide through space you know <laughs> <laughs> he's got his web he's got his web on uh on on, on the throne uh asteroid just kind of swinging it around it <laughs> come closer <laughs> <laughs> oh man but no, um, I mean, we see them talking and then we go straight back to uh, the Epoch and they, we see the giant green floating blob with Quasar and he comes out of the portal because he knows that he has to meet up with the other, uh, the Celestials and stuff. You see Warlock, you see Surfer and they're, they're flying through the uh, universe there and yeah. uh, they meet up with Quasar. Now, is it just my imagination or does uh, does... Epoch or Epic or however you say his name have some pretty amazing '80s hair. Oh yes, he does. I always thought he was an odd character. It's like a floating man squid in space. Yeah, yeah. Why not? But um, what, so, what yeah. do we see next, Nova? We see um, look, all the coolest space characters in one panel. Yeah, this is really great too. For I can imagine someone who's never seen these characters before being introduced to all of them, and they're all just gigantic figures. Why don't you give us a roll call there, Nova? So you've got the Watcher. I don't know what he's doing there. He's uh, uh, recording events. He's sure, watching. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, he still has his eyeballs intact. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> little are, does he know. Yeah. <laughs> you've got Eternity, Kronos, the Living Tribunal, or tri- Tribunal, however tribunal. you pronounce it. Uh, Lord Chaos and Master Order, uh, the enigmatic, the powerful and enigmatic stranger. You've got love and hate, Galactus, of course. 
and two giants that can only be celestials. Absolutely. Now, now, I'd like to make a parallel real quick. Look at Hate. Does she look a whole lot like what Danger looks like later on? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yep. Now, if there was, was two giants that they say can only be uh, Celestials, but isn't there supposed to be, what, nine? What's yeah. the total count? Like Maybe they only wanted seven. to send a couple. Yeah. yeah. The short I'm almost positive it was nine, but I could be mistaken. But why do we only have two of them? The bottom right one, the purple and blue one, actually looks like the head of nowhere. I'm not yeah. sure. Possibly. Could be a... Uh, yeah, there, there's definitely more than two. That yeah. For sure. Yeah. But um, isn't the stranger from Infinity Quest, is that where you see him? Or where do you see the stranger? I don't think I've ever seen him before. I've read about him in a previous issue somewhere. Um, I could have sworn it was Quest or it might have been from Warlock itself. And I uh, read they don't specify the number of Celestials. That they yeah. have. The Giants. Okay, I thought there was. I thought they did in a, in in the Nova series for some reason. No, I just I just checked on Marvel's uh, Marvel's wiki page. It says it's unknown how many Celestials there are in existence. Okay, yeah, I'm looking. On yeah, because the they're Marvel. constantly creating them, and if you look even in the new Silver Surfer issue, there's a planet of six billion different races. And C-3PO is their their translator. So they start talking about, you know, the, the whole thing with Thanos and what's going on. And after a little bit of arguing, the Living Tribunal just decides he's not going to be involved in this. And that's, he leaves. That's a big hit because he's yeah. like the biggest player there. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I like how he speaks. He doesn't actually speak in thought bubbles or uh, speech bubbles. He basically decides everything, though. I mean... Uh, he could stop it, basically, if he wanted to. I mean, he would have some way to do it. But, I mean, if he did that, how would the story be fun right now? Yeah. Well, and then another, they take another big hit, and according to Quasar, Eternity's taking a powder also. So he's basically leaving. That is another big hit as well for the team. It's kind of weird that he does that, because basically what Thanos wants to be is Eternity. But uh, then he goes after that to the Watcher, and the Watcher says he will not be involved, but he's just going to be observing and recording as usual. And Galactus also has something to say about the matter. I'm just surprised to see Galactus speak. I mean, he does so rarely now. Eh, somewhat. He, he was a chatterbox back in these days. Yeah. yeah. If you read some of these older, like, surfer issues and stuff, he's just like, bah. And now, now that you can only get a few words out of him. You know what? It's weird because even like the new Surfer series, he would speak like it'd be like a single like four word, five word sentence in each panel, and that's all you would see if that. I think he talks in Thor: God of Thunder. There's an issue where the old Thor is fighting uh, Galactus on the dead Earth. So he talks quite a bit in that as well. But other than that, he's he's pulling a Nova. So yeah. so, exactly. so what is what does Galactus do in this? Well, I mean, it's pretty shocking, really. He tries to squash him, basically. He was Warlock was about to get annihilated, and the surfer was like, no way, and 
blocks it. And I mean, obviously, Surfer can take it because he has the power cosmic. He has a piece of Galactus with him. So, well, it actually looks like because uh, Adam Warlock was writing on the board with Surfer, and whenever Galactus released his eye beams, you it looks honestly just from the artwork, it looks like Adam Warlock was vaporized. Yeah, but he's still around. He has this thing, like, even in the early issues, he's always had this thing where he can, like, it's teleporting, but it's not teleporting. They say that he just moves so quick you can't see, but it's a teleport. It's weird. Yeah, Yeah. and he does appear on Galactus's head, which would indicate that. And then basically everyone, you know, Master Order and Lord Chaos, the Stranger, Love and Hate, they all say, we're going to team up with Adam Warlock. So then it comes down to, you know, Galactus, what are you going to do now? And then it cuts to She-Hulk at Avengers HQ. Does anyone, I still wonder why he's white. You know, either, it's, it oh, just Vision? bugs me. Yeah, it just ah. bugs me why Vision's white. Why is it always got to be about white synthesoids? Right. Exactly. But we see them uh, sitting there at the computer and they're doing uh, research over their heroes and villains. Yeah, they talk about how Thanos, in both battles, provided us with the means to thwart his dark plans, whether he did so consciously or subconsciously. And Vision usually knows what's going on, right? Yeah, and he he picks up on something that actually doesn't come into use later, which we will see. And basically, of course, with Doom in the room, you know, there's never going to be peace and order. Everyone's yelling at him, you know, you're just going to take whatever you can for yourself. And he admits, yeah, that is my way. That's great. Going back to what you said, Rusty, uh, Vision is white because when the particular artist, I don't remember the name off the top of my head, created the the West Coast Avengers, he wanted the Vision to be as ghostly as his name. That's cool. That's a cool fact. (laughs) Marvel comic facts. Ah, yes. (laughs) Be sure to check out our Twitter feed for that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Those are not the facts we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it's cool. We see them fighting and uh, we even see Vision come through <laughs> Doom and he takes him down. He says that you're being rude, basically. You're taking advantage of us. And um, Iron Man's freaking out, too. Tony Stark is getting a little hot-headed there. Yeah, he needs a drink. Right? Yeah, but, and, of course, Captain steps in and uh, puts him in a corner. <laughs> Go cool off. Nobody puts Tony in a corner. Uh, was it wasn't Tony a raging alcoholic by this point in the in the series, or had he been rehabilitated somewhat at this point? Uh, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he was completely rehabilitated at this point yet. Yeah, so he's probably just he's just probably needing a booze. Yeah, 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 and he kept having to turn his day chip back in at this point. <laughs> I have a thirty-minute chip. <laughs> You know what, though? After this, we're going on and stuff, and uh, who does uh, Adam Warlock ask for, of all people? Uh, I don't know, Bob. Oh, yeah? You don't? I figured <laughs> he's a little, would, no, I, I mean, I figured he might be your next-door neighbor, so... He's actually come over for Thanksgiving a few times. Oh, man. Carved the turkey, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he he's actually asking, got us a live one. He got us a live one. <laughs> and then carved it. <laughs> you know, Adam Warlock is looking for Wolverine. 
And uh, everyone's like, oh, I saw him heading for the roof. And they're like, what? The Hulk's up there. So, you know, they're figuring they better go up there and assess the situation. But right after that, we see a creepy purple and white smile. Well, Thanos finds out that the Watcher's there, which means, you know, things are going to start soon. If the Watcher's there, something big is going to go down. And like you said, there's the purple and white smile with Thanos saying the heavens will run red with blood. Oh, is, boy. And you think of the power of Cosmos at his ability to do something about that grill. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we went in there, then we jump back again to the rooftop. We see uh, Hulk and uh, Wolverine having a touching moment with each other. What do you think of the color of Wolverine's costume right now? It's like Days of Future Past. Oh, yeah. dude, I, I love the uh, I love the brown and gold. You know, that's, yeah. that's probably my favorite my favorite Wolverine costume. Okay. I cannot remember the uh, the artist's name, but uh, it's it, the decision to change him to the brown and gold was was a good one. Um, but uh, again, going back to uh, to to things that you don't see in today's comics anymore. Uh, you know, Nick Fury being the first and now Wolverine, it, it seems that, you know, smoking is definitely a, a pretty common occurrence in this. And and it's pretty odd to see Hulk and Wolverine actually having a conversation and, you know, knowing their their history and and the fact that uh, that they usually are, are trying to kill each other. Well, it's nice because Wolverine was introduced in the Hulk in the Hulk title, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. Absolutely. What was it, a uh, Hulk uh, 180? 180. Yeah, 180. Yeah. So Red nice probably has that one. Do you have that, yeah. Red? No, I do not. Well, I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, believe it or not, I'm not a big Hulk fan. I'm not the biggest Hulk fan either. I actually like Red Hulk better than Green Hulk. And see, if I'm going to collect something, I want to collect a full series. I'm not going to collect an issue just because it's worth something. So you don't yeah. have any Captain America? Well, I have some Captain America, but that goes with the Captain <laughs> series. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, some of those early issues must be pretty dang hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but you were alive. You got them off the shelf, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he needed to do some research on his uh, arch nemesis. Of yeah, exactly. exactly. That's all right there. Back in my day... I think it's funny if you're reading this and Adam Warlock shows up on the rooftop and, and Hulk's like, what's on your mind, fancy pants? <laughs> Instead of Hulk smash. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny. Now, we go to the next page here after they have their buddy-buddy and everyone finally kind of sets in and they realize that it's starting to snow. But after in that May. page... Yeah, in May. But after that, you realize that this, uh, I guess, Ice Age is about to start coming. And uh, we go to the next page, and we see Death standing up with her human face on. You see uh, Thanos sitting there, just, uh, will you stand by my side? He's still obsessing over it. Okay, so we cut towards it, and we see that, you know, Thanos is unleashing power because he's mad. Uh, Death won't answer him or anything. And then he creates his ideal woman, Taraxia. But the weird thing that I thought about this is that she actually looks like Nebula, kind of, before he turned her into what she was, Mm -hmm. or is. I think, yeah, she does. She just looks like a female Thanos, too, which is a bit bit creepy. It is a bit creepy. He He wanted a purple titan really bad. 
He just got rid of one thing and added two things to himself. Well, <laughs> basically, <laughs> and look at uh, look at her costume. Actually, she's just a couple of uh, of shoulder pauldrons away from having Saiyan uh, armor on. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but you go to the next page and you see just it's panels, and I love it that when they do this especially with Thanos, they do it a lot with cosmic people. They'll have these blank panels where you'll just see it go from like a wide shot to medium. Someone's doing something to someone's and they'll go back and forth like that. And it's cool that they'll do these close-ups because it really shows the detail they put into it. I mean, you have to draw the panel three times basically. Yeah, exactly. Back then, now they would have just been cut and pasted. Right. Which you see a lot of these days now. Same panel, repeat it over again, but no, not in this... George this Prince is just... He's a beast. He's just I would also like to point out that uh, even though Taraxia is you know, all over Thanos and, and everything, and there's still always time to torture Eros. Yeah. He's like just <laughs> He's torturing him out the corner of his eye, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, you're still here? Yeah, you're a helix now, whatever. <laughs> even though, you know, uh, Taraxia is all over... Th- Thanos, you know, he's still looking at death. He's he's he still wants her. You know, I do love the quote that he has right under it, though. It's like, "Let there be cosmic warfare. Let the blood and entrails of my opponents scrub away my pain and sorrow." But then we go straight back to the somewhat amazingly standing uh, Avengers building, I guess. Yeah, that's the yeah. Avengers mansion at that point. Yeah, it's a giant A. It's <laughs> <That's> subtle. <laughs> I wonder who lives there. Yeah, I don't know. What, hmm. Which building is yours again? <laughs> yeah, but uh, we get this uh, big, uh, it's like a splash page of all the characters there. And uh, yeah. what's Warlock saying, Red? Basically, prepare thyself for battle, most fierce and awesome. Well, basically, get ready to fight. And then he's like, okay, you guys stay, get ready to fight, but stay here. <laughs> And Silver Surfer and I are going to head out now. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like Doom's Nick Fury-style gun in the back. I think that's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, you yeah. know, Doom, Doom of nowadays, and I'm not talking Secret Wars Doom, I'm just talking more modern Doom, he doesn't really use anything that is not either projected from his armor or projected using magic. You know, it's not something that uh, that you see nowadays anymore, him whipping out a big old plasma cannon or something. Yeah. You know what's also funny about this is, like, the only real X-Men you see here is Cyclops, who's, like, dedicated. And he hasn't said a dang thing this whole comic, but we've seen him, like, four times. Maybe that's but why I'm yeah, enjoying you it. You look at uh, him, though. He, he, you know, Cyclops has a, it looks like he has a smile on his face while everybody else is serious. You like, got invited to the party. <laughs> hey, where's the cake? No, guys, guys, Tofu's gonna get upset. No, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's Jean at? Is she here? No, no Jean. Oh, yeah, I know. Was she one of the ones that uh, poofed away when half the population went? Or maybe they- if I was Thanos, that would be a good idea because I would much rather have Cyclops there trying to fight me than Jean Grey. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> Let's be honest. How many times has Gene died? That's true. That's true. Dude, there's your drinking game. 
<laughs> How many times jeans died? Well, and then and then later on, retcon to have quote unquote died. <laughs> or any okay, you could just make it Jean Grey or any version of Jean Grey. Yes. <laughs> so we had a uh, warlock and um, Silver Surfer push ahead beyond everybody a few light years away, and uh, where are they heading? Well, they're heading straight for... They're, well, they're not heading straight for Thanos, but they're waiting some distance away uh, because this is Adam Warlock's plan. And before that, we also had Stephen Strange do the things that, of course, have to be done in order to have the story make sense. You guys can breathe in space. You know, I'm going to teleport you all there. All that stuff. And basically, there's the countdown. Hit the troll on your mark. Get ready. Get set. Go. And the thing is, Adam Warlock at this time is sort of telling Silver Surfer his plan. And he's saying, you know, the reason I'm sending these guys is as a diversion. They're sacrificial lands. And that They're brings the us to our... of the chess game. Yeah. And he's, that brings us to our next splash page. I got to ask you something before we go to the next page. Um, Pip the Troll in the Warlock series had to fly in spaceships to go places. Why is it that all of a sudden he can teleport? Uh, I think it's because of the magic of comic books. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, they added maybe, that power, apparently. Secondary mutation when he was uh, when he was resurrected. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. But uh, uh, it could I have guess, been. I mean, it, all these people got overpowered because of it. So yeah, mm-hmm. I guess so. But uh, you go back to the, to where we are, and of course now we see the uh, the north face of the throne island again, because you see Death's heads, uh, as far as the pillars are concerned. Uh, and you know everybody's there. And where's Thanos? Thanos is instead of like standing on the porch or something, he's standing on top of one of the pillars for some yeah. strange reason. I think they might have forgotten where, you know, they're, oh, we got to put Thanos in here somewhere. Well, we can't put him at the top of the stairs because they're already standing there, you know? So, okay, we'll just stick him here. <laughs> He's waiting for him. I mean, you see uh, even Taraxia on the ground. You know, it's kind of weird that she's named Taraxia, too, because of Terax. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just thought about that. But, I mean, I think the funniest-looking character in this is uh, Spider-Man. It looks like he's swinging, and it's like, what the heck is he swinging from? Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, so, what? Well, yeah, what is it grappling on from? Everyone else can basically fly or jump or get thrown or something like Wolverine. I mean, he's an odd one, too, sitting there. But, I mean, even She-Hulk and Captain America have, like, a bubble around them. But yes. Spider-Man and Wolverine are just, like, kind of flying Oh, no, I think that's actually where they teleported teleport. in. It looks like yeah. they, they all teleported in at different spots. And that's uh, what I was going to say. They all left through one portal, but they're jumping out of three different portals. into besides, three. Different yeah, and it looks like the other ones are kind of flying into the battle, too. Like, yeah. you see yeah, it's Iron like Man, got, like, going towards it. Well, it looks like uh, the top, the upper left corner of this, of this picture here, uh, you've got Vision, Fire Lord, Drax, Thor... Quasar, 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 whatever. Quasar. Um, Namor, Nova, and Iron Man all came out of that portal. And then the portal at the top of the stairs is Scarlet Witch, uh, Cyclops, and Cloak. And then the portal on the right-hand side, She-Hulk, Captain America, Spider-Man, Hulk, and Wolverine. They should. But I would like to... 
I would like to point out that Eros is actually uh, finally not <laughs> twisted in a helix, just passed out on the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel so like, like they drew all this, and then they were, then they re- after they drew it all, they're like, oh, we f- we don't have a spot left for Thanos. Well, well that's what we'll put. We'll just put him on top of the pillar. Yeah, and that's even, what I was saying. It looks like he's kind of in the picture as an afterthought. Yeah. You know, if they did like a Deadpool issue of this, I could see it to where like they go to this scene, and they're all jumping down, and then you'd see like Spider Man or Wolverine just floating away because they can't catch and they're in space. Just like a whole bunch of the characters just floating in different directions, being like, oh snap, and then they're gone. Oh. But, anyways, this uh, leads us into one of my favorite covers of all time with Infinity Gauntlet number four. And, I mean, they, even in Secret Wars recently, they de- redid this cover as a variant with Scotty Young. And it was, it's little Thanos saying, come at me, bro. But in this original one that they got, that Scotty got the idea from, it's Thanos in the middle floating in the galaxy and just a thought bubble above his head. Oh, not even a thought bubble, he's saying it out loud. Uh, come and get me. And it's because everyone's there and we are about to start this battle. And uh, we go on to the next page from the uh, cover, and we see that same gross purple and white smile all over again. And this is actually, the uh, the narration is actually done from the perspective of Thanos' brother. And uh, who who is Thanos' brother? Eros. Rusty? It's Eros. Oh, Eros? Yeah. Okay. Eros is his brother, and then Mentor is his dad. And Kronos is actually a god of Titan. Mm, okay. Yeah. He, he's the one who resurrected Drax. Yes. Before okay. this event. Yeah. Yep. Okay. But yeah, I I saw mine actually for it was kind of a crap deal. I found my issue number four. Um, for it was marked at three dollars, but when I brought it up to the register, they looked at it and they're like, "We forgot to label this one." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "This is the old label from where we got it from. The person we bought it from left the label on it, and we forgot to put a new price on it." And I was like, "Oh, well, how much is it then?" And instead of three dollars, I had to pay eight dollars for it. No, no, you should have told them. Department of Weights and Measures dictates that if it's listed at a certain price then it has to be honored at said price. Now, this is a rough issue I got of it too, so I'm kind of upset, but this is actually, number four is the hardest issue to find in my experience because a lot of people like this cover. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> and mine's in not the best condition. Why don't you lead us off with the battle? So we see purple lips and those white teeth, and we see four people coming at Thanos here. Uh, my brother Thanos is insane. Like Nova was saying, it's... It's uh, the thoughts and the words are all from Eros. So on this page, we see uh, it's Eric Masterson, right? Thor. Yes. It's not, yes. it's not Blake. Correct. And then no, we see Masterson. Fire Lord, we see Namor, and we see Iron Man. And they're all charging at Thanos. And he's a madman and he smiles. That is Eros says, his brother. And the first person we see in the panel is Namor just lunging at him. So we see Thor throw Mjolnir, and then we see Fire Lord shoot the fire at him. We even see Iron Man shoot a beam at him. With a snap of his fingers, he stops everyone in their tracks and even just touches Mjolnir with his finger and just, like, laughing. Yeah, and then on the next page, we see sort of, like, a a back view of everything that's going on. And I just want to say Namor was way off the mark. I don't know where he was going. Oh, yeah. 
I don't know. <laughs> he was not gonna hit Thanos. Yeah. Oh man, it's funny seeing that man. And I'm wondering what everyone else is doing because Taraxia, if you look, she doesn't seem like she's moved. Hulk is floating in midair. Cap and She-Hulk are still. It seems like they've just landed. And well, Taraxia is facing off against Wolverine there. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It doesn't look like they're fighting. And uh, it looks like all of the capes that, honestly, like most of the people with capes have surrounded Mephisto. Yeah, it's a cape battle. It's a cape off. <laughs> it's a cape off. Who has the best cape? Uh, they're they're going to start a breakdance party. <laughs> Break it down. Doo-doo. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I, and I'm, I'm assuming Spider-Man, Captain America, and She-Hulk are rushing in to uh, give Wolverine a hand. Well, I don't know. I think I think Hulk is kind of stuck because that's exactly where he came out of the portal. <laughs> yeah, and then in the next panel, we see in further detail Mephisto sort of he's pulling off the, the little thinking look. He's just thinking about what's going on as if nothing affects him. Uh, Nova's flying around doing nothing, and yeah, Taraxius sort of seems. Like, she has a crush on Wolverine, if anything. Yeah. And Nebula's just kind of staring off into the distance, <laughs> whimsically. As dead people do. I'm and telling you, every time I see Nebula, man, every time I see Nebula, I just sit there and I think of Dead Man Wade, man. I, I can't help it. <laughs> dead Man Wade, Spoken Stars. And then there's Eros at the course at the bottom of the stairs, finally not being tortured, but still doesn't have a mouth. No. Nope. And the watcher's still watching. <laughs> Big surprise. Guess what he does? <laughs> I don't know, though. I like the watcher. I, I just think he's a cool character. I think he's a cool character, too. I've actually been thinking about getting his uh, first appearance soon. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that's something that you can always really look at in uh, in Marvel Comics that when you see the watcher in a panel or something just pop up, you know something yes. you know of cosmic importance is about to happen. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, uh going on from this, you just see Thanos looking at Fire Lord, Thor, and Iron Man. Just like, what are you going to do? And even Mephisto, he has like Scarlet Witch behind him. And they're all just like, whatever, you know, not worrying about anybody. And I mean, nowadays you think of Scarlet Witch and you're like, oh, no, she's involved. Everyone's done for basically, you know. But back then she wasn't as overpowered as she is today. No. Well, because back then they really didn't explain or didn't really explore her mutant side. It was more about just the... uh the the the, the magic. chaos magic yeah, yeah chaos magic side so mephisto is basically telling thanos you know everything you've been doing you still haven't won mistress death's heart and he's doing i guess what mephisto does he's being a little devil on the shoulder it's kind of funny that you say that i mean he's just like sitting there and whispering at him yeah he's sitting there and like looking at death and I mean he's basically taunting him he's like trying to egg him on and you can kind of tell at this point that maybe Mephisto has different intentions well what he basically tells him is I think she would be most impressed if you battled them without the power of the gauntlet because right now your power is limitless if you showed her you don't need it to its maximum power maybe then she'd be impressed 
And Thanos agrees. I'm just surprised right there. He just say, let me hold on the um, gauntlet for you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> he actually wore it. Mephisto wore it once and it was so connected to Thanos that it started to strangle him while on his own hand. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, this is a nice shiny <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Basically, basically what happened. Well, you know, when it comes to these ultimate powers, Thanos has had much, much history with it. So, you know, someone with not much experience, I guess you could say, is going to have a hard time dealing with that kind of ultimate power. Yeah. Even as someone like Mephisto. Hmm, I wonder if we'll see that in here. Hmm. I'd like to point out a panel real quick. Uh, there's a there's a particular panel while uh, while Eros is having his exposition where he's half in shadow, and just the way that the shadow is colored, he really, really, really looks like Beast. Yeah, yeah he, he does. I, the hair. I, well, not just the. I mean, the blue color of the shadow, the hair. The yeah. nose, the eyebrows. I mean, it really does look like Beast to me. Eros is secretly McCoy. Yep. If you put your thumb over the picture to cover up the mouth portion, no, it even shows out more. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Why is the Beast there? <laughs> what can he do? <laughs> he can owe my stars and garters. You know what? <laughs> even though he's like, who? who is that? It would be kind of creepy looking up at Nebula like that and be like, oh, snap. Oh, oh, go away. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's only Nebula. She's staring with, with, <laughs> with, with her face half melted off. It's okay. Yeah. And, and just for the uh, people who forgot last week from uh, from what we were talking about, wh- why does she look like that? Red? She looks pretty. <laughs> so says the man with the red skull. <laughs> See? <laughs> So why explain why no. your dream girl looks like that? So basically, uh, Thanos just uh, distorted her. Made her basically, she looks like more like a, a zombie from The Walking Dead. Best way to describe it. Um, there's actually, if you, there's some more. Okay, she was basically like before he Thanos got the Infinity Gauntlet in the Silver Surfer series. He basically shot like this giant power beam at her and like you just saw her run off and then she was carried away and then you just presumed her dead and then he brought her back and I guess this is what she looked like after he just like melted her with skin. Yeah, it's gross. And well, as I look back, it's uh, he's basically put her in a state between life and death. Yeah. So she can never really die. But she's not really alive either. So I think zombie is actually pretty, uh, pretty, pretty accurate. It is. It is. And you know, they just they, they nobody pays any attention to her because it's it's only Nebula. You know, she she's no concern, no threat. So everything goes on ar- around her with no con- consideration of what she where she's at or what she's doing. So you know, which basically leads into you know Thanos you know decides to relinquish part of his power to make the playing field a lot uh, more level. Yep. And, so he does all that, and he's like, uh, snaps his fingers, and is like, all right, game on. Let the battle begin. And I would like to point out the scene with Namor crashing into the stairs. It's hilarious because I don't like Namor. It never <laughs> happened to Aquaman. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> because Wait, Aquaman, Aquaman would have been left back at JLA headquarters. 
Uh, <laughs> oh. Having coffee and donuts ready when they came back. That's right. I'll keep the home front safe. I'll try and figure out this Ice Age problem. Yeah, yeah. He, he's the medic. And by the way, I'm sorry I killed your goldfish. He was not a good conversationalist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Skippy. You know what's kind of ironic, though, that, like, as you look at this, like, we haven't discussed it yet, but Eros doesn't have a mouth. But if you look at his past experiences, Eros is quite the joker and kind of blabbermouth. Like, even in some of the old Silver Surfer issues, he just won't shut up. Yeah, that, that's why he was shut up here. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, because he was talking too much. It's, Thanos it's is like, funny. No. But they just yeah. continued it on. I like that they did that with this character. And you wouldn't think that of the brother of Thanos. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's still narrating here. And he says, we see two hands reaching out towards Thanos from behind. And he says, then the unbelievable occurs. And we see a double whammy from the two heavy hitters on the invasive, invasive team. And yeah, Thanos goes flying. So right away, his little idea wasn't... Uh, wasn't the greatest. And they and like keep I, pounding on him. They keep beating him while he's down, too. Yeah, yeah. and like I said, what's better than one tank? Two tanks. Yeah. But if he wanted to impress death, you know, here's his opportunity. And he does swat them away. And in this panel, you see Drax flying away and Nova on top still not doing anything at all. Really disappointing. Hey, he, he's pulling an art, a, a, a uh, old original five x-men angel he's, he's flying he's the around rescue. and dodging stuff he's the rescue and retrieve he's the one who's gonna yeah. bring drax who's flying away from the battlefield back to it and that's exactly what he's doing he's rescuing retrieving he's that that's his job let's let's, let's leave the rich rider let's alone him, yeah that's yeah let's give him some dignity that's what he's doing that's yeah. definitely what the, he's doing pew pew we know what you had in mind jim starlin we know it's like <laughs> So, so Hulk is still bashing on Thanos and just, you know, wailing on him. And then it goes to a, a, a close-up of Hulk's face and then Hulk's eye. And then what do you see is, is Hulk is, is there and Thanos is a hundred times bigger than he was. And yeah. Hulk is like, what? How? You know, I was just punching you in the face. What happened? This he runs away. <laughs> the whole front away. Like, Forget <laughs> this. I'm gone. You guys, good luck. <laughs> I'm getting my gamma ray gun. <laughs> but I mean, after that, you see uh, that white ghostly vision pop up behind Thanos, and suddenly yeah. Thanos is regular size again, and yeah. uh, he gets shot at. I mean, he's like burst into flame, but uh, Thanos doesn't. It doesn't phase him. I mean, he's acting like he needs to block it, but he doesn't need to do anything. So they Hulk. all rush at him at well, one maybe, time. Maybe he actually shrunk Hulk instead of made him huge. Made yeah, himself huge. Yeah, I mean, I think, look at the proportion of uh, vision to him. Yeah. yeah, it could be, because it's hard to put, put the proportions in there when you have space as a background. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. The depth of field is off. See, now what I like here is now, all of a sudden, here we got Captain America. It's like, all right, pour on the power, follow the plan. What was the plan? <laughs> oh, I think they, I think they, I don't know. I think they made the plan before. Yeah. I mean, it shows them all sitting there and working it out and stuff, but I think it's funny that uh, I don't think no the one that is like, yeah, everyone go to, I mean, it makes sense. He has Scarlet Witch there. That makes sense. He has Cyclops there. That makes sense. But why the hell would Fire Lord pay attention to Captain America? 
Yeah. <laughs> and you no know, clue. some of them, like say, are still in the background. I don't think they ever got the memos of the plan. And, and, <laughs> What's and the Scar- plan? Attack Thanos. Duh. <laughs> yeah. That's all and, they do. That was a great plan they came up with. And it's funny the people in the panel he's yelling at aren't the ones who end up fighting Thanos in the next few panels. No, no not at all. <laughs> he's yelling at Fire Lord and Scarlet Witch and and, uh, and Cyclops, and yet it's it's She-Hulk and Namor that go in and attack. I feel like Namor has rushed at Thanos at least six times now and been yeah. unsuccessful doing the same hey, thing. At least this time he got to punch him. Yeah. And you, and you see he didn't overshoot him 50 feet. And you see, yeah. <laughs> You see Iron Man in the background just flying around doing circles or something. I don't know what he's doing. I guess he had a drink before they came or something. I'm not sure. Oh, man. You know, I got to say it, though, man. I still love the space art. I mean, regardless of all the goofy things that are happening, the details on this are fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, they are. are. Of course. Uh, One thing I don't understand, you know, Captain America is trying to lead the battle, but everybody agreed to Adam Warlock being the leader. And, and he's just sitting on a rock. That's all he's yeah. doing over here. He's just like, so what's going on in the battle? So well, you're like, like, he's still what Adam's still light years away. He's yeah. watching the battles from a, from a far distance. Oh, so okay. Well, that makes has, sense. Then. Yeah, so it has to be Cap leading right now. It's all part of the plan. It is and, all a part of the plan. I mean, you got to sacrifice few for uh, some. So yeah, you can't yeah. just get the memo. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> my, my plan of attack was attack. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I would like to mention the art. Uh, I'm glad they kind of dumbed this down later in the in, later in Surfer series, but he seems to be very, very shiny, very, very you know a large majority of the time, uh, you know, and and just from different angles. It really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me the, the amount of shine. It's supposed to be like he's so reflective because of all the stars around him and whatnot. But the weird thing to me is how muscular he looks and how defined his arms and chest and everything are. And usually well, yeah. you just see him like... He's a superhero. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand he's supposed to be reflective. The 90s. Yeah. He's supposed to be reflective and stuff, but when the, when, when the color around him is black, he's not yeah. reflecting that. He's just sparkly. No, let him have his shine. He's Emma Frost in design in disguise. <laughs> but, you know, it's cool that, the two. you know, I, you got to be Captain America being like, why are the two strongest people here? Just yeah. chilling back there, hanging yeah. out. Two people that well, can do anything. Well, speaking of powerful people, we finally see Doom come in. And he flies in, you know, and what is he going after? Of course, Doom is the greediest man on the planet. He's going after the gauntlet. Instead of doing any damage to Thanos at all after Thor takes him down, oh, the gauntlet is the only thing he says. It will be mine. I not only agree, but it's actually smart. Why didn't anybody else think of, oh, yeah, let's try to get the gauntlet off. <laughs> yeah, but before that, I'd like to point out the, uh, the rather strange scene with the rapidly growing chest hair. Yes. <laughs> I was hoping we could skip that part. Oh my God. That was I tried to. I tried. You did. Let's he call is it Thanos, out. and his name means death or chest hair. Death by chest hair suffocation. <laughs> <laughs> so if his name is Thanos and it means death, does he. Why did, I guess he wants to hook up with death because she means Thanos? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what how do you even if this happens the fact of the matter 
is on record. She Hulk and Namor died by chest hair in <laughs> comics. <laughs> and that's canon. Therefore, th- their credibility is just like. <laughs> Where has their credibility ever been? <laughs> Anything but. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> She Hulk <laughs> is like, you know what? I died by chest hair. I came back. I'm just going to worry about law now. You guys do the fighting. You know, Namor's always been ch- uh, hairless as well, so this is a big hit for him. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I finally have chest hair. Oh, no, it kills me. My biggest fear. <laughs> Somebody get the nair. <laughs> no more aerodynamic Namor, no. Oh, oh so yeah. So we going? see, we, we go back into it, and we see, you know, we see Doom right after that go for the gauntlet. And then... After that, we see an explosion, and you see, like, I will not be denied those gems. And it's Doom just, like, freaking out, and you see, like, bald metal Doom over here. Usually, you always see his thing. But you you see Masterson getting ready to throw the hammer, and what happens to the hammer? It disappears. Yeah. It just goes into, like, a portal. Yeah, it's like, what's going to happen then? How far away does it have to get before he's not Thor anymore? Well, he he also just clocks Thanos a few times, which is, I guess, a good distraction. But yeah, he has 60 seconds before he turns back to a human, to his regular old Eric Masterson self. And at this time, it's still a secret that that he's not the real Thor either. And then Fire Lord... Finally flies in after pages of action going on. Hold on. I just want to say that after the last page here with uh, Thor Masterson whooping up on Thanos, in the real comic, you get a full page advertisement for X-Men, and it's called the X-Men Hotline. For, and battle the X-Men's deadliest enemies. And it's a 1-900 number. And it says it's $1.75 the first minute and $0.75 cent each additional minute. And the maximum okay, so call is only four minutes long. All right, so what's that number? 1-900-288-X-Men. Okay, let's see. Uh, X-M-E. And, all right, callers, let me put on speakerphone. Let's see what we get here. It says how to play. You'll start by battling Magneto's henchmen. Please, it's not allowed from this line. Please dial 611 for customer service. <laughs> <laughs> they cut it off. Okay. But well, no, apparently a- start off by battling Magneto's henchmen. And then you summon the appropriate X-Men based on the powers and the confrontation at hand. Wait for the cue, then activate their powers by pressing the star key within the designated time. Then go one-on-one with Magneto and earn your rewards by answering as many X-Men trivia questions as you can. And you can actually play just by pushing one through four between Wolverine, Iceman, Cyclops, and the weirdest one, Banshee. Ooh, ooh. So what's our reward? An extra 30 minutes of call time to pay for? (laughs) Prize claim. To claim prizes, print your choice of cover along with your name and address, age, phone number, and prize claim. And what you win on level one prizes is a signed X-Men number one cover of your choice product of your choice product coupon. And then level two is you get a cover signed. You get the coupon to pick your cover. 
You get coupons plus a special edition X-Men poster. And that's not all. Top scores will be listed in a future X-Men comic. Ooh. And is it signed by Rob? <laughs> I'm assuming since it's X-Men number one in the covers, it's Jim Lee. Yeah. yeah. It's just are, the cover. It's not the, the whole book. It's yeah. just the cover. You know what? All the feet, are, all the feet are removed, though. Yeah. Yes. No exactly. feet. <laughs> you know what's weird? I wonder if there are any of these floating around out there. I wonder how much it goes for now. Who I knows? won the contest. I got Jim Lee's uh, autographed. I wonder who appeared in the comics and where. Well, it was actually, probably I have on that like a issue. computer screen in the back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, the X Men number one issue at that time, it was a four cover thing where if you put all the covers together, it would make one big picture. Yeah, it was I like, that one. yeah, it was that, that was one. Awesome. The main one was Magneto holding the orb of light, the mag, like the iconic cover of Magneto, just like looking huge. And all of the X Men are attacking him, but it's all yeah. about his, his his magical magnetic bubble. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, getting back to the issue, uh, you know, Masterson's fighting Thor, and you know, giving kind of a good accounting of himself. He uh, he's or not not fighting Thor. I'm sorry. <laughs> getting back to the issue, Masterson is fighting Thanos, and uh, as Thor, and giving a really good accounting of himself, he's actually just you know just kind of pounding on him. Thanos is is being affected by it, and then finally, finally, you see somebody interact with these stupid capes. Thanos grabs Thor's cape and just flings him out into space. With him attached. Capes are a bad idea, according to the Incredibles, so... Yeah, I know. I was just going to say that. Really, capes, thinking about it, really are a bad idea. It doesn't work on anybody but Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get get a jet engine caught on a... Uh, on a missile, get flung out into space by it by a, by a mad titan. I mean, capes are a bad idea. Unless you're Spawn too. Spawn oh, yeah, has yeah. a very cool cape. Yeah, his cape has a has a mind of its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, McFarlane. <laughs> well, speaking of people without capes, we see a little pointy-eared. Another Batman reference there. Pointy-eared uh, gentleman jump towards Thanos. And it's like, really, are you think that you're just going to stick your claws in Thanos and then kill him? But that's what he does. He sticks his claws into Thanos and Thanos just looks at him and smiles again. And yeah. then you see Wolverine in pain and he's like, my hopes plummet from the mountain heights to the depths of the dark valley. I love that stare off, though, between. Yeah, them. it's really cool, actually. It's a great panel. Yeah, I gotta say the same. I mean, he's got to be using Cosmic Colgate because that is one beautiful <laughs> smile. W- was that Thanos' first wish? I'm gonna whiten my own teeth. I'm yeah, not the gauntlet. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Maybe death will appreciate some fresh <laughs> breath. <laughs> her, her bones are nice and white. Yeah. Colgate for the Thanos. <laughs> and so 3D white Colgate was created. There you go. There you go. But after that, I mean, we see Wolverine laying on the ground, and I mean... Dang, he did a number on Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just. It, it looks like he's his. He's been deflated. He's I mean, says here he's a, and adamantium bones transforms into spongy rubber, and the most vicious of Earth's defenders flops to the ground, helpless. Oh, that's gross. He's spongy just rubber Wolverine. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, in the background, we have uh, Baldy Doom. 
launching some sort of fireball at Thanos, and Thanos is like, Doom? Again? Really? <laughs> How you many give times it up do I need to punch you in the face? <laughs> exactly. You gotta give it up for Doom, man. He's uh he's like, I want this so bad. Well, I, I like how I like the play on words. Doom says only death will stay my hand, and Thanos says that can be arranged. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, I know her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're kind of a thing. Yeah, I, I you know, uh, me and her back in the day. Yep. Then all of a sudden, the, you know, here we have the uh, Celestials. Celestials, thank you. They're like, hey, when are we going to join the battle there, Adam? And he's like, when is time? Hold on. You know, this is my game. And, you know, Silver Surfer gets all pissed. A game? This is not a game. You know, I love Warlock for this. If I allow it to be any more than that, I could not go on. Yeah. yeah, I think he just really wanted to wait until Wolverine got turned into a spongy mat. Yeah, he needed. Yeah, exactly. But Warlock's smart on this because he's trying to play down on Thanos because Thanos only lets his guard down when he feels like he's in control. Yep. And then we go back to uh, back to the battle where now it's uh, it's Cyclops and Scarlet Witch attacking, and once again we see Nova in the background flying around, dodging stuff, not really being effective. I, I love I love the detail here, George Perez. But like, you got Spidey there, who's also just chilling on the wall. Yeah, it's sort of the detail, sort of a downfall at the same time. But yeah, I mean, we've got Cyclops and Scarlet Witch, and I love these next two panels as well because it just shows how powerful Thanos is and how little someone like Cyclops, who is a pretty powerful mutant, can do. Yeah, he's just and he's only focusing on Scarlet Witch because he realizes Scarlet Witch is the threat. And he just ignores Cyclops the whole time. He's like, yeah, you're shooting me in the back, but you're not the one that I really need to worry about. He's like, oh, oh, a little bit to the left. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got Cyclops blasting him in the chest now because he turned, after dealing with Wanda, turned toward a Cyclops, and it actually looks like Iron Man's flying in. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, he's sitting there shooting his beams at him and stuff, and then Taraxia blocks him out of the way. But this is actually one of my favorite parts in this whole comic. Cyclops gets a cube put on his head. Yeah, a cube. <laughs> More cubes. More yep. cubes. Once again, Red Skull, do not get all uppity and excited <laughs> about this. I must have the head cube. <laughs> I must have it. Fine! Forget just, this. Just it. make us all happy and just, you know... Sliced right under the cube. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 guys, guys. Tofu, more... stop listening. Tofu, stop listening. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, basically, he just. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> he pulls an invisible woman on Cyclops, and now Cyclops can't breathe because he's, he's in space, and now he, he broke the spell of him not having to breathe, I guess. That's kind of a loophole. It's like, hey, by the way, you're going to be able to breathe in space, but where there's no oxygen, and yet they're saying, now you have a force cube on your head, and you can't get any oxygen, which isn't even there to begin with. How? So, You know what I'm also wondering is, like, how does the beam just stop at the glass or the cube or whatever? It doesn't bounce around in there or anything? Well, because it's not a laser. <laughs> it's it's a it's a portal it, to another dimension. It, it's it's a force beam out of his face holes. His eye portals. His eye portals. <laughs> Man, that and that that's kind of weird too. Because I remember at one point in the '90s, Cyclops actually had a pair of ruby quartz 
contact lenses that he would use in an emergency. How do you shove your finger into face hole portal thing to put lens there? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, there's no eyeball there. It's You're sticking your finger through the hole. Guys, I'll be out in 15 minutes. And he's just battling to put that in his eyes. It's like, uh, uh, And does he do that uh, in front of a mirror? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it in front of a mirror. And it, like, blasts. You, yeah, I know. How do you open it up? You have to be, like, really quick. You're like, <laughs> and then behind him in the bathroom, be nothing but a, a charred uh, wall with ex- with a with a, a silhouette. <laughs> so yeah, so Cyclops is in this little horse, horse cube where uh, he, he, the oxygen that isn't there is being cut off, and it's funny because he's just like made me happy to see that. <laughs> and and, uh, and and looks like in the next panel, Captain America is running towards Cyclops like, oh, no, he can't breathe <laughs> oxygen that's not there. And Vision's popping up out of the stairs. Vision gets done so bad. It's so brutal. I mean, he's like, I know we know he's a robot, but the fact that you just see like Thanos reach into his chest and rip out all the wiring. And it's like, oh, no, it might as well be just like ripping out its intestines or something. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, going yeah, back just, to the same with Captain America, if you actually look at the panel and you see the little swoosh lines, he's actually throwing his uh, shield onto the cube. He's trying to break it so he can yeah. breathe. <laughs> that would be funny if they just canceled the cube right then and just like, bang! <laughs> <laughs> or he just missed the cube altogether and hit the net. He just, yeah, he just beheads Cyclops. <laughs> no, no! <laughs> and yeah. Well, then he pulls what's in Captain America number one. Well... It happened. I'm going to go now. He pulls out his pipe. <laughs> yeah, pulls his pipe out. Oh, and goes sits on the edge of the uh, the throne over there. His legs <laughs> hanging off in space. Beth joins him, of course. Nice. <laughs> I want to thank you today. Good job. <laughs> yeah. well, speaking of lack of oxygen, now we'll also see uh, Thor without his hammer. Turns back into uh, Masterson. And now he's suffocating because... The air was only intended for Thor, but wasn't intended for Eric. So now he's suffocating because he doesn't have his hammer. Yeah, and we see Cap pretty annoyed at, well, he's pissed off that Cyclops is dead. He's yelling at Thanos. And now that Cyclops is dead. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You cold-hearted monster. And he's like, wow, such an emotional outburst. I didn't expect it from the legendary Captain America. And we see God forbid Captain America gives an emotional outburst ever. Right? He's yeah. like, he doesn't Cap- care. It's like, Steve, you're getting soft. Yeah. <laughs> what happened and then Cloak, guy? who I thought was going to be useless, actually does something kind of smart. Yeah. Yeah, he but just this? pops up behind Thanos out of nowhere, and he's just like, I could have done this, you know, an hour ago, but whatever. <laughs> he was know, just waiting for Cyclops the dark to die. die. Yeah, he's like, I really didn't like the guy with the beads. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised Drax hasn't gotten involved at this point as much as happened. Drax is the one that's constantly like, Thanos, Thanos, I need Thanos. And he hasn't done anything yet. I'm just going to sit in this chair. Nova's still retrieving him is what we're going to say. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. He's being retrieved. Yeah. So Cloak... Grabs Thanos, has him in the dark dimension, and Cap's like, so, uh, good job, man. Can you hold it? And he's like, I don't know. I think I come You know, he, he gets ripped to shreds. And there's Thanos again. He's just like, supremacy cannot be imprisoned. Oh, 
You know, it's it's a cool picture of Thanos right there too. I actually like it. He's like flexing, and everyone's around him. And Captain America's laying there with like a half broken shield. It looks like just what do I do? Yeah, and I, but I like is what what he says though. He's like, um, "Yours is a false godhood, Titan, and all false gods eventually fall." That's so Captain America right there. And then we finally see Drax get involved. Well, it yeah. took Nova a while. But if you also look in that panel, it looks like uh, uh, Iron oh. Man's beheaded. Yeah, I Taraxia, I've yeah. never noticed that before. Yeah. Wow. In the panel before Taraxia takes his helmet off. Yeah. It, it just looks like Taraxia yeah. just pulled his hel- helmet off. doesn't look and, like she beheaded him. And, and I mean, Doom, is, be- Doom is fully clothed again, and he's just standing there. Yeah, I mean, well, he's you not know. burned off anymore. He's he had chilling. to take a moment to, to make his cloak again. He's just like, and be bald. It's like, luckily in my uh, satchel over here, I have a spare cloak. Life-filled patch- pouches. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, you know, it, maybe some, maybe just took it from uh, some material from off of uh, the dead Cyclops and made a hood. <laughs> oh, man. That, that was funny. <laughs> well, I don't know. Cyclops' outfit is basically just a big yellow X on a blue leotard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but is it is it my imagination or does Thanos look like he's laughing here as uh yeah. as he's being blasted by by Drax and Firelord yeah. is like holding him by the throat with his staff. He just looks like he's having a grand old time. Yeah. He's laughing so hard we actually see gum line this time. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> and they're nice and healthy. It's yeah. <laughs> no gingivitis. <laughs> and then uh, the next uh, page, we see Nova fly by again doing nothing. Yep. <laughs> he's, he's drawn he's, a lot he's, like Cannonball at this point. He, he's yeah, he is. Else. I wonder if he's nigh invulnerable when he's blasting. No. <laughs> but we go through this and we see uh, Death standing there. We see Mephisto. We see the thoughts of Eros. And uh, he's like, Mistress Death knows this. I can see it in her eyes. She has no doubt of this conflict's outcome. No battle is this. Just slaughter to feed an already oversized ego. And then we go back to the gross-looking Nebula, who looks even more melty and boily than usual. Mm -hmm. I would like to point out, though, that uh, Eros is actually sitting in Thanos' seat on his throne. Yeah, yep. Instead of at the bottom of the stairs where he would have been like, I don't know, maybe maybe somebody might have stepped on him or something. You know, Wolverine would have flopped his spongy mass on him. Oh, he's just wiggling around somewhere out there. <laughs> I can just imagine him just kind of flolloping about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, anyway, boy. so, yeah, he's like watching Nebula and, and she's just still just staring off into space. I mean... She looks like a zombie silver surfer, to be honest. Mm-hmm. They're even saying, like, in these little thought bubbles that she would be far better off dead. And then right after that panel, we see Mjolnir fly back. And Masterson notices it hit the ground, and he's like, I need to get to it. And he gets to it somehow. I mean, I feel like a good, solid period of time went by where he couldn't breathe, but we'll roll with it. We just had to have Beardy Thor. Yep. And that's when, after that, we see Fire Lord get thrown and we see uh, Drax get thrown into a uh, prehistoric Earth with the dinosaurs and everything. And okay. After- yeah. Okay. Whoa, whoa. It's right there. Thrown into the past. 
this is where I was thinking, I'm telling you, when I read this, like, okay, these two are going to be the ones that save the story. They're in the past. Now they have all the time to go ahead and change the future. So this is what I'm thinking, what's going to be happening at this point of the, the storyline. But then it goes straight into, uh... I found the shiny helmet! Yeah. And now, <laughs> is this, I, 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 I'm telling you, I think his head is still in that helmet. Yeah. I, you, uh, you know, see, it could be. You can yeah. see stuff dripping out of it. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then you see Thanos' face gets splattered with a little webbing. Yeah, you know what? I saw that and I was like, really? You know, he can sit here and like make the hammer go into another dimension. He can go over here and just make Wolverine boneless, basically. He can just fling Thor and Namor everywhere around here. But he cannot predict that he's about to get splatted in the face with some webbing. Yeah, but I mean, come on, it's Thanos. He He did say he would give them somewhat of a chance. And a little creepy strings are not gonna not gonna make him, you know, lose. So he's like, "Oh yeah, sure, hit me in the face, plaque. Okay, we're done." You know, I'm gonna give Spider-Man so much credit for kicking Thanos in the face. Yes, yes, you have to give him a shout out for that. That's, That's like it's the every normal day guy. Yeah, but how did Spider-Man think that he could take on uh, Taraxia at all? I mean. He's 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 Spider Man. He can't he can't really do much in this situation to begin with. How does he expect to hold himself against She Thanos? We see him shoot in the face, and I mean Taraxia is fighting Spider Man, and I mean it's like really, what are you going to do, Spider Man? But we see the hammer hit Thor, and it looks like he takes a direct hit to the face. And he comes up and he's like, Thanos must die. But before it happens, we see him freeze. And I mean, you see that stupid smile all over again. And Nova has his first line. You know, he's down. Thanos is down. You know, Thor's monologuing. Why don't you just shut up and grab the gauntlet? Oh, yeah. Well, Nova has his first line. And he basically gives the most, like, thanks, Captain Obvious. Thanos has turned Thor into glass. So we we see, <laughs> we, we see a glass. This is just such an embarrassment. Uh, we see a glass Thor standing above Thanos. Taraxia is giving it to Spider-Man. She, in the next panel, she has a rock with blood on it. And we see that smile again. And it says, Thanos is inevitable. All light is lost. All that is left are tears. It's pretty, pretty heavy stuff. And we see the one and only Nova flying in. And actually doing his, something for the first time he, in this entire series. Exactly. He comes in <laughs> and clocks Thanos, whose head barely even turns. This is so <laughs> pathetic. Four yeah. issues later. And what is what is he say? What what is his his line here? Because it's hilarious. Back off, had, prune face. And he had no. all series to think about what to say. And yeah. That's what he chose. No one's busting up Thor while Nova's around. <laughs> And then he turns him into a bunch of Lego blocks. Thor turns him into a, a lot of, he's like, not round, square. And he's that's like it. A, like a child's toy blocks. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a play with words. You know, Noah's like, you know, no one's busting up Thor while Noah's around. Yeah. Then he's like, not round, square. Square is in cubes. and Four cubes. That's it. You know, and Rich then, Rider's a million cubes. 
And, and now then, Thor is a million little shards of glass. Because Thanos backhanded him. And then Quasar steps in and says, face me, Thanos. You know, when I saw this, I was like, okay, stuff's going to start turning around. Because Quasar's quite a quite yeah. a foe for Thanos, you know? I mean, he has pretty good power. Yeah, he's a cosmic hero. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's fine. Yeah. That's all he does is fly around and fight extremely powerful people. And then Thanos <laughs> says he's a reserve member. The reserves are called in. Yeah. And he's all like, oh, you're Quasar, the late Captain Marvel's replacement. And Quasar's like, and I have the quantum band. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah. he's like, yeah, sure you do. Poof. Yeah. Sure you do. Now you don't have any hands. <laughs> he yeah. explodes his hands, and he's all like, "Not again!" I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and not only then, then he turns around and he and he just explodes the quasar completely. Quasar turns out to be nothing but a, a pile of smoke. You yeah. know, and you see all these dead heroes around. I mean, you see a headless Iron Man. You see a a, a suffocated Cyclops. You see a boneless. <laughs> A Wolverine, you see a giant pile of hair where She-Hulk and Namor were. I mean, all you see is Taraxia just standing there. I mean, you even see, like, I mean, you see even uh, Iron Man's head in a completely different place. Even Vision's yeah. laying on the ground with his guts everywhere. Yeah. There's blocks and shattered glass. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because who's there but Captain America? It's not over till the fat lady sings, and Thanos is like, really? Surely you just. Of all people to be left, Captain America, really? No, but you know what? But it's Captain America. I mean, come on. Who else would you have left to, to, to fight for the, the right, you know, the high and mighty Cap to get out there? I, I love this, actually, you know. Yeah. He walks. He just slowly, gently walks up to Thanos, and it goes panel by panel with Cap getting closer to him. And finally, he just, he, you know, I'll read it off. He's like, as long as one man stands against you, Thanos, you'll never be able to claim victory. Noble sentiments from one who is about to die. <laughs> yeah, and the cat's like, I live by my life by those sentiments. And so we get a so <laughs> cap to fight, and what happens? Boom, his shield is automatically destroyed. It was like in a swipe. It was like, yeah. all right, hey, Cap, you know, this is a cute monologue and all, but... uh Bye to your shield. Yeah. 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 The only real power you have other than just slightly better agility and strength is your shield. And now it's Shatter. And he and just stands like, and there and looks at him and it's like, oh, great. Yeah. And speaking of his agility, he knows that. So what does he do is he has hands come out of the ground to grab his ankles and hold his feet firmly in the ground. Yeah. So yep. now Cap is just frozen in one place. And now the, the real reinforcements arrive, as in uh, Adam Warlock and Silver Surfer. And I would like to point out the art in this is amazing. You really get a sense of speed by the Surfer. Because yeah. it's, you know, he, he's just on this pillar of light, just just shooting forward. And I got to say my favorite panel is the one where it's Silver Surfer's face and it's just blurred back with these mm -hmm. streaks of speed. It's actually very, very cool. And... As, so now you got to understand that these panels are also, you know, kind of reflective because <laughs> Thanos is about ready to throw the um, a fist right into Cap. So as the fist is flying in the air, there's Silver Surfer on the way to stop it. Oh yeah, yep. and you, I, it's and, one of those things I was talking about like earlier. 
There's no text at all. You only no. see panel by panel what's happening. And it's one of those moments where you can kind of like envision it in your head like a movie. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I would like to point out Captain America's face, though. He yeah, I was is just about to mention that. Yeah, he's yeah, so he, stone faced. He's like, you're not going to hit stone. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so is Adam Warlock knowing that, you know, this all rests on what happens in these next split seconds. Yeah. He's not worried at all. He's just focused on the moment. They really yeah, zoom in on Adam Warlock's eyeliner there. Yeah. So now <laughs> we, I know. Now we know this is issue four of six. So Silver Surfer's going in for the kill. There's two issues left. Can Thanos die now? And no, of course not. Silver Surfer misses. It's like, really? Now, now for those of you listeners, what he missed was, as the fist was flying through the air, Silver Surfer was reaching out to get the gauntlet off his hand. And he just missed it by a millisecond here. And see, what I want to know is, you know, after, after, you know, Captain America has been essentially locked in place, his shield is gone, he goes and swings a punch at Thanos. And it looks like it hits him, yeah. but it also looks like Thanos is just kind of looking past <laughs> at Silver Surfer who's just gone by, and, and, and Captain America just kind of taps him on the cheek. Because you got to remember, Nova just came in, who is a, a bit stronger than Captain America, a flying bit. full, yeah, flying full <laughs> speed, and punched... And punched Thanos in the face, and he's just like he he just soaked it, and that's why I'm thinking, you know, he doesn't actually really hit him. He just kind of just kind of taps him. You know what? That's why I love the next panel. He's sitting there, and he's like, "What have I been doing? Smack! Must have been out of my mind." He just (laughs) doesn't even even acknowledges Captain America. He's just like, "Get out of here!" Like it was was a a fly or something. A backhand that puts Cap down, (laughs) just like. Wow. Yeah, and, and he's like, screw you, Cap. Yeah, and he realizes, oh, uh, you know, I was so distracted with this fight, I nearly lost everything I'd worked so hard for. And Warlock says, well, that didn't work out. Uh, my plan didn't work out as I expected. So he calls in the next set of reinforcements. He says, Eternity, it is now your turn. And we get a, another beautiful splash page. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it looks so much hard. better on the book. Than the app too, yeah. Oh. But I would like to mention that uh, you know the, the the throne asteroid floaty place has kind of gotten kind of destroyed a little bit from this battle, and Thanos is just like, eh, let's clean this place up, and like all of a sudden all the bodies are gone, all the rubble is gone, everything is pristine again, just in time for round two when all of the the big guns show up. Now is where things get really cool and interesting. So uh, should we dive into that now, guys? Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, let's dive into that. But you listeners get to listen to that next week. When we bring you part three of the Infinity Gauntlet. (laughs) Oh, man. Sorry, guys. Nova has to sleep. Because he was ineffectual (laughs) at flying around all night. Okay, hold on. Before y'all go... Check out this. The very last uh, ad in this is a uh, Three Musketeers adventure, number two in a series. And there's a giant floating Three Musketeers bar. 
Oh yeah, I've seen some of those in some of the uh, when I was reading some of the Flash stuff. I saw a couple of those um, through Musketeer ads. Another weird thing in the last page of issue four, Nebula actually has a look of shock on her face. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, she does. She's the only one who's surprised. Well, I don't know. It looks like Taraxia is surprised as well. Well, I mean, you just got the whole celestial god universe popping up and then some. So you're like, uh oh, the only thing left is just having the living tribunal there and you're screwed. Yeah, or eternity. I mean, eternity is always there, though. Yeah. 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 Uh, Also, the very back page of this is an action figure ad. And I don't know if any of y'all, because y'all are a little bit older than me, remember this, but I don't. I do. It was a little bit before my time. I used to, I think I had most of those, in fact. I was uh, one years old whenever this came out. I was what, 91? Yeah. Oh, no, I was, I wasn't even one then. I was zero. I was born in 91. Wow. Yeah. I was 10. (laughs) Red just hit 40. <laughs> you all make me feel so old. Red was uh, 87 years old when this came out. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So thanks for joining in. Uh, this is Rusty Surfer, and I want to thank you again for tuning in to Four Guys in a Comic. Check us out on our website at fourguysinacomic.com and follow us on our Twitter page for Marvel Facts from Cadence. This is it. Come back next week and find out what happens in the conclusion of Infinity Gauntlet with our part three of the series.